Hello guys, welcome back to A Big Well. It's Abigail Marissa. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I love Sunday. Sundays feel so good. They make me feel like I can just start over and do whatever I want. They're like a reset, reset, reset. I love Sundays. They make me feel so yummy inside. Like I, there's hope for the future. Like I can get rid of last week if it wasn't that good and I can just start over. Sundays are good for the soul. Today is Sunday so good. I had to go to Kroger today to go pick up five cartons of eggs because we'd be cooking around here and they were on sale. So um, I went to go get some eggs and I saw a friend because um, Star Starbucks is in Kroger, some Kroger's. And I saw a friend who was a barista for Starbucks and I was like, oh my gosh, hey friend. I've been texting her a little bit. Um, and I was like, I didn't know you worked at this location. And she was like, yeah. And I was just standing in line, like, waiting to talk to her because there were some people in front of me. And I wasn't going to get any coffee because I can't afford Starbucks coffee. That's just not in the budget. And especially if you don't know if it's going to be made right or wrong. So I just don't buy Starbucks. I haven't bought Starbucks in over a year. And if I have, I don't remember. I, don't, I really don't think it's probably been longer than a year. Unless it's been bought for me, but really, I haven't been around anybody that buys me Starbucks. Um, anyways, where am I going? Oh, so this lady came up behind me, and she was in a rush, and she was like, I gotta be at work in 20 minutes. Can I get in front of you? And I was like, yes, of course. Like, I'm not, I'm just here. And I didn't tell her that. I was just like, yeah, go. Like, I'm in the way. And, um... She ended up buying me a coffee. She gave me like $6 and change because she tipped the person that was making her food and coffee, my friend. Like, I think she ended up giving her like a $25 tip because she ordered so much and she was just being in a rush. And I don't know, it was a crazy morning and I just happened to be there at the right time. But before I got to Kroger, if I ever go to Kroger, which is like once every two weeks, um, I always think to myself, wow, I really wish I had a Starbucks money, like, because it's so, like, uh, Starbucks is so good, like, every once in a while, and it's such a nice treat-yourself type drink, and especially, I was like, I really want this because I'm going to come back to the house, and I'm going to record and, like, be drawing, <clears throat> drawing, what the hell, um, I'm going to be doing, like, some more productive things today started my period I felt the sweet release of all these emotions and the reasons to be alive came to me this morning after I like woke up bleeding um so that's nice but I was like I just want a coffee like I want a Starbucks coffee so bad because whenever I first started my business drip teasing two years ago that's closed now um closed duh, not clothing closed drip teasing has been closed um I can't like I got Starbucks every day because I was just working and I was felt like I was making the money to where I deserved it but like some of the drinks would just like go like I wouldn't finish them because I didn't I don't know I didn't value what a dollar was and so I would just like treat myself every time I went to town to pick up jewelry drop off post office packages like whatever the errand was called for Starbucks and so now I'm in a spot where I'm like, I don't really desire it anymore. Not like aside from not really being able to afford it, like it's not in the budget to do that every day of the week. Um, I really don't desire it. And that's funny because I was reading my journals the other day and I have this one brown leather journal. Oh my gosh. One brown leather journal that I've had for two years. And the begin like in the first page, it says this is the beginning of my uh enlightenment journey and it started around uh, October tw of 2020 and a lot of my manifestations and affirmations just like bounce around between like um I want to manifest like a lot an abundance of money or like and I don't sit here and like manifest like I don't know what anyone's idea of manifestation is but my idea of manifestation is just like putting in the work every day and like doing things every single day that'll get me closer to the vision that I have in my head of where I want to end up in five to ten years but like it's funny in the journal I'll like focus on different things like for a month or so I'll be focusing on like not holes holding like holding resentment towards 
people that have done me wrong in the past or like not holding grudges like I'll just write in my journal like I release any any hate any resentment towards so and so because it doesn't serve me in the long run and but like all these manifestations and like things that I desire um shift and change but it's like always pointing me towards the same goal and I think it's like I love this journal because it's just a build-up of all these like crazy emotions and thoughts that I've had that are like spiritually connected like they're all like the same I don't know um but yeah that lady getting me a Starbucks this morning really made my day because I was thinking before like dang I really wish I could have that because that would just be the perfect day, you know, Starbucks in my hand, about to go back to work and work on all my stuff, um, but yeah, I didn't even have to pay for it, that was such a blessing, and so now I'm back home, I had a good conversation with one of you, sometimes like, I don't know, I just like talk to a lot of you one-on-one through my Snapchat, abigwell1234, add me, um and instagram because some of you have really just i mean all of you have stolen my heart i just haven't gotten a chance to talk to all of you but it's crazy crazy how i'll tell like a lot of my story on this podcast but i don't get too much into the nitty-gritty because i'm not there yet like i don't feel like i have the mature words to say because abigail like me i know that i react in a from a place of fear and anger a lot like um I for example and this is like not something I'm proud of it's just like something that I would like to work on is like I feel like some people and I know that this is just like a projection of me thinking that I'm stupid so whenever some people like question me or why I did something maybe like I bought something full price whenever it was like it's like usually on sale and someone's like, why did you do that? I'm like, like, my first reaction is to be, like, kind of aggressive, passive aggressive, and be like, how was I supposed to know? Like, what what the fuck are you talking? Like, I can be ruthless, because in the heat of a moment, and whenever it's not even heated, like, the other person's perspective is probably coming at me in, like, a really genuine way. And sometimes it's not, like, and that's why I feel like I'm so, um, I get kind of triggered or, um, protective of myself because I've been in situations in the past where people weren't being genuine and weren't trying to, like, point me in a better direction. They were just being mean and trying to, like, prove that they knew better. And so now, these days, whenever I'm around people that aren't like that, they're just, like, genuinely trying to help I see myself like wanting to react in a very quick way and not be slow to anger, not be slow to speak. And that's something that I'm really, really trying to work on. Like yesterday, I was running late to somewhere and I needed to turn around and come back to the house. And um, I just like was already late and then I had to come back and I was just driving so fast and I ended up getting a good scream in, and I love screaming. I haven't done that in a long time, but whenever you just scream at the top of the your lungs like a nutso person, that feels so good because it's like, yes, I am nuts. Like, I am crazy, and I'm going to, like, instead of punching walls, I'm just going to scream and be alone by myself because that doesn't hurt anybody, and I don't – I think it, it helps way more to, like, release it than to just keep on letting it build up. So, like, if you're – an angry person like um I don't here I I don't feel like I'm angry I haven't always been like physical I've punched a wall one time like whenever I was 21 and I really I think I've talked about this before I just feel like from being such a people pleaser and it's like a it was like a mask though like a masked people pleaser for like 20 years um because I was also really rebellious. I don't know. I was a really confusing kid. To For even me to think back on, I'm like, what the hell was I doing? But I don't know. I feel like I just had a lot of things build up. And I never just let it out and scream. So, like, after 18, 20 years of that, it ends up coming out in forms that you're, like, not familiar with. Which is, like, 
punching things, breaking shit, screaming at people that don't deserve it. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, some people did deserve it. They really did. I don't think I've ever yelled at anybody who didn't deserve it, if I'm being honest. I don't, but I don't want y'all to think that I, like, yell at people because I'm not a loud, angry person. Just, like, sometimes and some people, um, I need to work on how I react because the reactions, like, they affect other people. They really affect me, too. Like, it's, like, not only are you freaking up, like, other people's perception of you, even if they're trying to, like, fuck with you, even if they're not being the kindest like, it freaks with you even more whenever you give them a reaction that doesn't align with who you're trying to be in the future or who you're trying to commit to being right now. So, yeah, I guess, like, lately I've just tried, like, I've, well, I'm trying to be slow to anger and slow to, like, just trying to be more patient with everything around me, trying to, um just not react because not everything needs a reaction and whenever I do react sometimes it like makes me feel even worse if I had just like been slow to replying to something and like like I said not everything needs a reply not everything needs a reaction because not everyone deserves that from you not everyone deserves that energy so if I, I mean I'm not any better like I feel like Yesterday, I was like, why did I get so worked up and mad about being late to this dinner? And I wasn't even late. Like, I ended, it ended up being fine because, like, the person that I was riding with, my brother, like, he, we were celebrating his birthday, which is Wednesday, and, like, there's no party unless he's there. So, like, I was meeting him first to go to the restaurant. So, like, I don't know, man. And it wasn't, I don't know. I was just, like frustrated and I've had a terrible terrible emotionally terrible week like I've cried the most that I've cried and sometimes I can't even really pinpoint where these like emotions are coming from but and I think that's really the most frustrating part is like I feel like I know where it's coming from and I feel like I'm trying to do better but I'm not like I well I am. It's just whenever I'm faced with a situation that sparks something. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm trying, though, and I feel like it's like I'm rambling a lot, but just working on every day being slow to everything. Just be patient with everything. Like, I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, what if I got rid of my cell phone? And I just have my iPad because my iPad lets me get on TikTok, it lets me get on Instagram, it lets me get on Twitter, it lets me do everything, but it doesn't have a cell phone number attached to it. It just has an email, so I can send emails, or I can send texts, but it's attached to my email, and I think I have to be on my, no, I don't have to be on Wi-Fi. I don't know how it works, honestly. I have 5G on it, and I love my iPad. I take that thing with me everywhere, but I think it's like... I went um, no contact for a while with, like, some people in my life whenever I went out west. And it wasn't no contact. Like, I still, like, updated and would respond sometimes. But I really feel like for me to grow as an individual, I at one point in my life, I would like to get rid of my phone because um, I just don't want to be, like, available to anybody like anybody period at any any time or haven't like I don't want anybody to have an expectation that I should respond that I should respond to them so if I just eliminate the cell phone then that eliminates my entire problem and I don't think anybody trying to get in contact with me is a problem I think I'm the problem and that I just want to get rid of my cell phone because it was just up until like what was it 20 years ago that we got immediate contact to everybody that we know like when did cell phones come out it's just weird and I don't think it's like super strange for so many of us to want to get rid of our cell phones these days and like want to be off grid and disconnected from everything because I feel like that's super natural for humans because we're not too far from like our grandparents who also lived like that and didn't have immediate connection to everyone around them I feel like that could be really good for the soul just to not have a cell phone and not be connected to 
the outside world in that way. So this is a journal entry from 2021, February 2021, and this was like five or six months after I started thinking in a more spiritual way. And these are just affirmations. Like I said, I would put manifestations down in this journal. I really encourage y'all to get a journal that is just specifically for affirmations, manifestations, the things that you're doing to help you get towards your goal. And this was me in 2021. This is what I wrote that day. Um, I am good at my job. I am good at loving people. I think in a special way. I can make the best decisions for myself. I know what is best for me all the time. I live in the present moment. I am capable of critical thinking. I am expanding my vocabulary. I am a good writer. I am creative. I am a hard worker. I am earning this life I strive to have. I am working hard to be set free. I believe in I believe I will get back the love I put into the world. How cool it is to have a purpose, forget it, and then one one day, oh my gosh. How cool it is to have a purpose, forget it, and then one day find your way back to it. I love that because I feel like a lot of times we feel like we have no purpose. And then we end up connecting with something from our childhood, whether it be dancing or um, making art, like painting, drawing. Like, I remember in high school, I doodled a lot. Like, I was always doodling. And now I've found my way back to art. And I'm like, wow, I can expand on this. Like, it's not just doodling that I was good at. Like, I can actually draw. And you just lose so much connection with yourself and your younger version of happiness we what was that noise we lose connection with that because it's so like second thought we're so involved in everyone else's lives and making other people's businesses work making sure that we get to our job on time and making sure that the kids are fed I don't have kids but I'm sure there's a million tasks and million things that everyone's responsible for and it's hard to like not lose yourself in that because like how do you have time for anybody or for yourself whenever you're always worried about somebody else's thing that's going on? And I think that it's really cool that one, like you'll spend your life for years, like doing things and serving other people, which isn't a bad thing. I think it's great to be like, to have a servant's heart and to really be doing things for the greater good of the world. But in order to do that, you have to like, know yourself and love yourself because it's hard it's really hard to love on people in a genuine way without wanting anything back in return or without doing it for show if you have no idea who you are and I wrote I journaled this morning a little bit and I was like I've been super crying and emotional this past week and well for a, I feel like I've been kind of emotional for a little bit now and um, it doesn't keep me from being productive like I still keep my goals and my visions in mind just because I feel like I do have a better grasp of my goals these days um, so that doesn't make me sad like I don't feel like I'm con- confused in the world whenever it comes to like who I want to be or where I'm headed but I am confused just about certain relationships and just people's perceptions of me. And so that, like, can wear on me some days. But um, I was journaling, if I can find. I didn't mark where I journaled. And in this journal, I don't, like, go in order on my pages. I just pick a free page and start writing. So that's kind of an issue because it's making everything really messy. But I really don't care because it's my journal and I can write in it the way that I want to. So I've been going through old photos on my phone. I've been going through Facebook. I've been reconnecting with like two old friends that um, I knew in high school. We weren't super close, but she just, um, one of them is the one that I saw in Starbucks today. And it's so nice to hear sometimes people it's nice to hear people say good things about you. Let's be honest. It's It feels good. It feels like um, validation because I feel like 
we get so down on ourselves and we're so mean to ourselves that that's the story that we believe. So whenever somebody says something nice, it's like, what? Like, I'm actually not a bad person. Like, I'm not all these lies that I tell myself every day. Um, And I don't know. I like gaslight the fuck out of myself. Like, because only you know your side of the story. Like, you only know, like, your perception of things. And yes, everyone has a side of a story. And everyone, like, I used to think in a way that was like, there's three sides of the story. One person, the other person, and the truth. But no, I feel like one person and the other person, I feel like both of those stories are very true. And and it's because everyone looks through a lens that's like specific to them. And like everyone judges every situation and reacts in every way because of their past and like the way that they were raised and the things that they've gone through in this life. So the angles that they view situations and the what like the conversations that I've had with people are going to all be like the way that I mean things may not always be the way that people understand things because of their bringing up and like their environment and their programming so um oh I don't know I was just thinking this morning about how oh, these people that I've talked to have just been so kind to me and reminded me, and I haven't asked them, like, I haven't been like, can you tell me about myself in high school? I'm, like, so sad, Um, because I wonder about myself in high school, like, what is, who was that? What was she like for other people? Um, And just, I had a sweet conversation where someone was like, I feel so weird even talking about this because I'm not bragging. I'm just talking because it made me feel really good. And it made, I don't know. She said um, a lot of people were mean to her and that I was always so, like, I went out of my way to be kind. And it gave her hope, like, to continue going. And you just never know how you're going to affect somebody. Even, like, years later, she's like, the way that you treated me made a difference in the way that I viewed like life because I felt like there might be something more out there for me just by you being nice to me because like kids are obviously mean and I don't know I feel like um I don't know I always shit on the person that I used to be like in my head because I just hate I don't know I feel like I have a really um contoured contoured messed up version in my head of like religion and just like the indoctrination that I received of it and like I didn't grow up in a super traumatic um religious background like it wasn't traumatic in the way that like I was abused physically emotionally it was difficult I'm not gonna say it was abuse but it was definitely difficult because now I'm having to deconstruct like certain beliefs about um sex and drugs whatever you think drugs are and addiction and like I feel very different about addiction now it's not just like alcohol and drugs that's what they talk about in church but it's like everything you put in your mind like everything that you consume every day is can be an addiction and there's just like certain things that I that have really stuck with me from being younger that have like hurt me and I feel like put a halt to or put is a halt is that the word just stopped yielded my growth for a little bit because it's like taking a while to get used to not being like I used to always think there was some eye watching me and there's always something watching me and now I'm like I struggle with being kind of paranoid about perfection and um, making sure all my I's are dotted and my T's are crossed with every single thing that I do whenever I just want to like float through life and not really worried about being judged and um, I mean y'all know these past few podcasts or I don't know if it's been even all episodes all seasons but I struggle with just being confident about posting this kind of stuff because I feel like I'm being judged and I really do think that that stems from the religion and uh, I don't know really what else to say. I feel kind of at loss for words whenever I start talking about religion sometimes because I really feel like I'm being judged 
like by everybody and I know that's not true um but especially whenever it comes to religion because I just haven't found my voice with that yet but I, I love language and I love words and I love listening to people lecture so I know that one day I'll get really comfortable and y'all better watch out because the the preachers um, the preacher will come out in me I used to in um, middle school and high school which I'm really grateful for this like this was um, something I'm glad that I did I would share which I'm not glad like there's certain parts of it I'm not glad about because I feel like I was spreading false hope false like false promises now um, which I don't really remember the things that I talked about I'm sure my mom has like recordings of me preaching but I would prepare sermons and I would talk for like 30 to 45 minutes to a group of people um I did that at school a few times because I was on the FCA leadership team and then I was really really involved in my youth group and as an older kid you get like certain um they just like push you to talk and push you to share your story and stuff so I did that a lot and I like then and this is what I wanted to get into is I used to be so shamelessly me and I definitely feel like I still have that in me like I'm shamelessly telling you guys my struggle like but the struggle isn't me but that is like the version of being shameless about myself right now that I'm in is just sharing these like really hard times that I'm facing and being honest about that but whenever I was younger, I was just, like, so shameless about what I believed in. And that's, like, admirable to me. Like, even though I hate maybe the guidelines and the structure of the uh, sermons that, would, that I would prepare or the context of them, I still did it. And I didn't care what anyone thought. And I knew that I was right. I knew whatever I was doing was right for me. And I didn't care who was watching or who thought it was weird. And the thing is, it's like that exists in me. It, it existed for 16 years, like, or I don't know how long it was. I think I got baptized whenever I was like nine or 10. And then from that point forward until like 19, 20 years old, I really just lived that life and I loved it. And I was really good at it. Like, I was really good at being myself in that, whatever that was. Like, I felt confident in it. And I know that that's still in me. Like, I feel it. And I know that I'm, like, I haven't lost it. Because, like I said, like, I still am still me. I'm just sharing about different things. And I know one day is going to come where I'm going to find the words where um, I'm confident in every, su or the subjects that I'm talking about. And I feel confident in, like, what I think or believe. And, like, maybe I don't ever get a really concrete answer about like I know that I'll never I used to always be like heaven I'm going to heaven afterwards I met and like maybe I'll never have a concrete um concrete thought about what I'll do after I die and that's okay with me like I don't really care if I ever come down to some final decision about like how what happens afterwards but I don't think that I'm, like, never going to feel 100% confident in how I think or whatever I believe. Am I making sense? I feel like I'll get there again just in a different way. But, like, it took seven, it took years, like, five, six years and counting of programming to let me be shamelessly that Christian girl. Like, it took a while of learning and studying because I was always in my Bible I carried my Bible everywhere I went, like I was passionate, and the thing is, is I wonder, looking back, sometimes I think about this the most, like, did, was I the Christian that just shared love, like, or was I trying to get people on my side to, because I was honestly scared for people to go to hell, like, it really broke my heart, like, seriously, I would cry, I remember going to sleep at night and would be praying to God, like, please, God, will you please forgive the devil for whatever he did so he can come back to heaven and be with you and so nobody else has to um, burn in hell forever and I was really scared because I had family members that didn't believe the same way that I did and so I was just rooted in so much fear and anxiety from such a young age like so scared for everyone around me to 
die and go to this place called hell. And so I wonder whenever I was preaching like several times a year, did I like try to convert people to try to think the way that I was thinking because I was scared or was I just like getting up there and trying to be loved to people trying to show like life is good whenever you just like focus on being loved to people like instead of trying to focus on I mean I know I preached about like having a relationship with Jesus because I felt like I had a relationship like but I I don't know man it's all really it's like muddy water so the best way to let muddy water clear is to leave it alone and so maybe I'll get some clarity on the whole like how did I feel like I had a relationship with some like some entity or Jesus God but the thing is is I feel like that now I feel like I have a relationship with God mother nature like whatever God is light higher understanding ultimate being I don't know so I don't feel like it's too different I just I'm just gonna leave it alone and not I don't really think about it too much like whenever I think about religion how I how I how I thought about religion and sick whenever I was 16 17 years old I, I don't think about it too much because it's too confusing like how did I become so like that's not true like there's no way that the bible like there's like now I think like it's just a bunch of stories and it's nice to read sometimes but I'm like that's not true like how did I go from point a 16 17 year old Abigail to right now where I'm talking about how I just think that we are something that grows out of the earth and there's no reason like we came here with no expectations no promises and you don't owe anybody anything you don't owe some man in the sky your entire life you don't have to suppress things that you enjoy just to end up getting the gold prize in heaven. And, like, now I think I really break it down. I'm like, okay, so if you spend eternity in heaven and all you do is praise this person, um, I was thinking whenever I was 16, one of the thoughts that I have but would never share with anybody, like, it was just like, this is just the thought that I have and I'm never going to bring it up. But it would have been a good question to ask a preacher. Um, it was like, won't I get bored in heaven? Like, won't that be boring? Because the whole reason life is so exciting is because there's like, I, I guess if you want to call it sin, like, it, the, the, that's the reason it's so exciting. Like, to the whole drama of it. Because if you can't have fights with people, then you wouldn't know how good it is to have, like, really good relationships with people. So, like, now I'm like, heaven would be so boring. And if a Christian hears me say that, um, I didn't mean to say that weird. I don't know why I said that. If a Christian hears me say that, their first thoughts might be, like, oh, she's lost it a little bit. She doesn't understand, like, true humility, like, or what Jesus has done for her. But I just don't think that someone came down here to save me. I don't think that we need saving. I think that the only person that can really save you is yourself. And you'll figure that out. Like, you're alone in this life. But that's not a bad thing. And that's not something to be scared of. Like, you come in here alone. And, like, you're supposed to have fun with yourself. Figure figure yourself out. And I think that religion sometimes distracts us from that. And sometimes it doesn't. Like, some people fits so well with religion and it's beautiful to watch it unfold because you never know where you're going to end up I would have never thought at 16 years old I would have like identified as someone who's not very or who's not religious so um just never say never I know that I have some Christian followers listening to this I love you like I seriously love you and I don't always agree with what more like afternoon Abigail doesn't always agree with what morning Abigail says so I'm gonna go like I told y'all earlier like I am inherit like inherently inherently um naturally passive aggressive I don't mean to be it's really something I'm working on so sometimes I get on here on the podcast and I like say things very quickly and I don't think about it and just know that anything I say it's I'm not trying to offend anybody again I'll reiterate myself to the day I die about this 
it's probably a personal issue that I'm working through through so like I love you um and that's anybody in my life if I'm ever passive aggressive it's probably something I'm working through <laughs> like whatever the situation or topic of, of conversation is I'm just working through it please don't take anything personally but this is what I journaled this morning and these are my affirmations um <sighs> that coffee is scratching my throat a little bit caffeine the way I still am being me oh, I already said this like I'm still being me it's just like I'm being honest about being sad right now like that's just me being me um and then I'll find words later on in life that make sense and I'll share them with you guys um the emotions I go through oh the emotions that we go through isn't who you are it's just like what you're feeling the things that are you are like what you're interested in what gets you happy like what's what gets you out of bed um what else I'm going to list some positive things that I feel like I I align with who I am even whenever I'm sad so I did this exercise because I have been sad and I wanted to just kind of identify with pen and paper who I am right now even in the midst of the sadness so some of my sadness stems from not being in a place that I feel like is aligned with who I am like a beautiful place maybe Joshua Tree maybe some desert maybe the beach like I'm in my hometown right now but because of that something that is really good about me is that I am patient I'm becoming patient and I'm being taught to be patient every day like every day I'm having to be aware and conscious Abigail be patient because in this waiting you need to be working um I am becoming slow to anger. Already talked about that. I am aware. I am aware of my health. So like, I'm aware, and sometimes I still freak it up because a lot of times I still eat oatmeal, and I'm allergic to oatmeal. A lot of times I still get oat milk in my coffee. I'm allergic to the oats. Makes me scratch. But at least I'm aware of it because one day I'll have a version of myself that has a garden and takes care of herself and doesn't eat all this stuff that makes me break out and itch. Um, I'm aware of the processes of my menstrual cycle. Maybe I don't have it nailed down perfectly yet. Like my moods and which foods to eat during the month that will make me feel better. Maybe I don't know everything, but I am becoming more aware of my menstrual cycle. So that's a step in the right direction because I used to not be aware at all. I am good at taking care of myself. You know, I brush my teeth every morning these days. So, um, I am learning to be independent. I choose a partner that loves me. In the past, I've done a really sucky job at choosing partners that love me. And now it's like every day I get to fuel into this person who's fueling into me and into my dreams and my desires. And that's a different kind of love whenever you can share the same common goal and then like also don't have to be um, self-conscious and overthinking while you're apart from each other. Like... I choose people who love me. It's important. Um, I don't stay places that make me uncomfortable. I used to always go places and stay places for way longer than what I wanted to be there for because I didn't want to, like, upset somebody. But now it's like if you're honest about why you want to leave, if you say, hey, I don't really want to be here, um, it's giving me anxiety, I would rather be working on my projects at home, on my work. You know, if you're being coming from a place of honesty instead of like, I don't know, I would feel guilty for just dipping out and leaving some places. But for me, somebody who's like anxious, it's easier for me to like not be anxious if I can tell this person or wherever I am in this environment that's making me uncomfortable. Be honest about why it's making me uncomfortable and then I can leave and just not be there anymore whether the excuse is like I'm tired and I don't want to like I have no more to give I can't be here and talking to a lot of people I just tell somebody that I am tired and that's a good enough excuse to leave I really not going places and not saying yes to things like committing to things have been a big step in the right direction for my mental health the past couple years and like not doing things for people unpaid whenever like you don't even have your stuff done 
saying no to people and leaving places that make you uncomfortable can really push you in a first of all more confident because you're asserting yourself and you're taking responsibility for how you feel and you're sticking up for yourself you're like I know my worth I know that my mental health is way more valuable to me than like pleasing a group of people and being in a setting that makes me uncomfortable so like say no for yourself because then that'll probably just build your your confidence um next on the list says i know myself better than i know celebrities like i think that speaks for for itself um because it's hard to know yourself but it's so easy to know all these people that we get obsessed with whenever they're just people I paint my nails whenever I need a pick-me-up. Yes, I do that. I only paint one hand. One hand's red still, not the other hand. Um, I allow myself to accept compliments. I accept compliments from myself. Yesterday, I was on Procreate, and in my um, art tab, I have, like an, I have all my Procreates in stacks, which means they're just organized in categories, like a big well pod. A Big Well website. Oh, well, I'm going to have an A Big Well website, and I'm working on it right now. I'm so excited. It's looking so good. I'm actually doing it myself. I'm going to get Will to help a little bit, maybe, but right now it's going really good. Um, so, to be announced, anyways, um, I was on Procreate, and there was a picture of me, like just my face, and it had like an outline of a hat that I was just trying to design on my head. I don't know. And I ended up deleting the picture because I didn't want to look at my face anymore. And I was just like, and I wasn't even like editing this photo. I was actually like looking, just looking around. And I was like, I can't look at this anymore. Like I can't stand to look at myself because sometimes I literally cannot stand to look at myself. And so after I noticed this, like, oh my God, I just deleted this. I just deleted this because I was tired of looking at myself. Like, that's literally I, what just happened. I couldn't even believe that I just did that because I was like, is it really getting this bad? Like, I can't even look my look at myself. So after that, I made myself um, go to my thumbnail stack that's on Procreate that has pictures of me because it's my YouTube thumbnails. And I made myself look at them. And I look weird and cringy, but like, who doesn't? And I just, like, complimented myself. I was like, you are so cute, Abigail. Like, stop being so mean to yourself. And then I, like, I literally made myself compliment compliment these cringy thumbnails. Because, like, that girl in those photos worked hard on that, that Procreate design. That girl works hard at the relationships in her life. And that girl, like, does amazing things. Why do you cringe and point out every flaw that she has like she doesn't deserve that and I just think about little me like why are we so mean to ourselves sometimes because it literally doesn't make sense like imagine being mean to a little kid like you are that fragile little kid that deserves to be loved on sometimes and I can't believe how mean I can be in my head to myself just about like my physical appearance and how like I literally think I'm stupid sometimes but anyways that's another conversation for a different day but I wrote this down this morning I accept compliments from myself because I want to compliment compliment myself more and like stop cringing at everything I do because everyone's cringy and the only way to be successful is to like um express is to what is the word like live through the cringe because you yourself are like cool and that like the things that make you cool are the things that are going to make other people cringe and yourself cringe sometimes but there are other people that aren't going to cringe and there's a version of yourself that's not going to cringe like I can't wait to meet her one day because I plan to be like I'm reaching towards a version of myself that is so confident that I don't even think about the physical aspect of who I am because it, it's so not important because it's not important what's on the inside is truly what matters so I accept compliments from myself okay I love some people so much my heart breaks every day like that's an affirmation I love people so much my heart breaks every day 
and that's okay because I'm like allowed I'm allowing myself to be so extreme whenever it comes to loving people and seeing it from their perspective and being in their shoes and it breaks my heart because it's hard to do that and like see things from people's point of views whenever you're trying to like be the best for yourself because it comes off as selfish to other people so like it's all a big it's all a big whirlpool of emotions over here and then the last thing that I wrote well not the last thing one of the things I wrote is that I change people's lives because like if you believe it it's true and I really do think that I can change people's lives and I think that I have important things to say so I want to believe that I can do this like I can make a difference in this world but I want to change my life first so I can have like some example and experience to go off of and then I can come and help other people but the actual last thing that I wrote was um am I dyslexic because I get all my letters I get everything backwards I confuse my c's with my g's I confuse my b's with my d's online it says the I don't know if I'm actually dyslexic I did lie to somebody in like the sixth grade and I told this girl that I was because I like which I guess I'm not diagnosed dyslexic but I had gotten like my letters mixed up and she was like oh why did you do that and I go oh I'm dyslexic like I think I had heard that who was it on Disney Channel that was dyslexic and then I just like stuck with that word but now to this day I literally think I am because I don't know if the dyslexic is like my speech can you be dyslexic in speech but I don't know but my like if y'all were to read my journals like none of it makes any fucking sense because none of the words are spelled right and what's funny is I used to be so anal about language like grammar and stuff and now I'm fucking it up all the time so I don't know if my brain scrambled from like all the molly I take but I'm just kidding I've never taken molly they say that's a sex drug I don't know man never say never I feel like I'm in the studio I guess today's podcast takeaway is gonna be I don't even know what the fuck, what did we just talk about for 47 minutes and 20 seconds? I have literally no idea. But what I'm going to leave you with is don't harp on all the bad things that you think you were. Or, like, don't try to embarrass yourself every single day inside of your head of, like, who you used to be. Because there's probably a lot of people that you impacted and that you impact every day that are so happy to know you and are so glad that they met you and are so glad that they were like were in the same world that you were in because you made a difference in their life like you aren't a inherently bad person you're not an inherently good person you're just a person living their life doing their best so take it easy on you and I'll take it easy on me okay also um, I've been baking homemade cinnamon rolls. Love them, love them, love them. Please, if y'all do it, it's literally the easiest thing once you start really finding how to, figuring out how to make dough. I think that I'm going to sell them around my hometown for a dollar. Like, make a dollar, just a dollar, just a big old cinnamon roll. I'm going to let the dough rise overnight, and then I'll make them in the morning, and then I'll go to businesses and sell them for a dollar. Like, if y'all are like, I don't have no money and I don't want to get a job, start baking. I think it's like, we did the math. It's like a total of $5 in ingredients. Like, I mean, of course it's going to cost more to buy a carton of eggs, cream cheese, flour. Like, the first purchase is going to cost a lot, like if you were to do cinnamon rolls. But eventually, it'll be like $5 per batch of cinnamon rolls. And then if you sell like... 25 of those for a dollar that would be like a pretty decent profit and you just go around your your hometown and go to local businesses who's not going to buy a cinnamon roll in the morning seven o'clock in the morning like I think that's such a good idea I don't know if I'm going to do it but I do love making cinnamon rolls and I really do want to share them with other people because they're so yummy given last time they didn't rise but I didn't let the dough rise before I baked them so I'm not worried about it, but, um, yeah, so cinnamon rolls, if you're looking for a way to make money, stop saying there's no ways to make money, learn how to bake a cinnamon roll, and then go sell them, or anything, like, make any breakfast, and go sell them, you just gotta be courageous, like, I think the 
the hardest part is to be bold enough to like walk into a business and be like, hey, want to buy my cinnamon rolls? And But like, who's not going to want to buy a cinnamon roll for a dollar? That's so yummy, delicious, good vibes. I might do it tomorrow. I'm excited. I really just want to be around people too. Like, hey. Oh, and you know, like I posted two podcasts back to back about one was like, I want to wait until Will gets back to print my t-shirts. And now I'm like, and then the next one I was like, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It just takes a little bit of confidence. It took 24 out more. It took 24 more hours of me learning how to do it online and getting confident in it. And then I came back the next day and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I think that's cool because it shows me like not every feeling is concrete. I keep saying concrete, but not every feeling of, um, like I didn't feel very independent yet to do the screen printing. And then the next day after I learned a little bit, I felt good and confident enough to do it by myself. And I did it. And I've made some bags and I've made some shirts. And me and Will made extra screens. So I'm going to have way more designs this week to play with. I have the cutest sweatshirt idea. I cannot wait to show you guys it. And y'all are on the same vibe as me. Like it's a little saying that this lady said. I found it on Instagram, but I kind of put my own twist on it, and I'm so confident that you guys are going to freaking love it, like, because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is something I actually like. Normally, I hate everything I do, but I genuinely love this idea, and I cannot wait to share it. So, yeah, I'll be looking at my Instagram and my Snapchat. Don't forget to add me on all that. I'll list it all under in the description, but... Yeah, I hope you have such a positive week and that you start lifting yourself up in everything that you do. And don't be too hard on yourself. Everything that you're going through is going to get you right where you're supposed to be. You're not ever going to make the wrong decision because even if it is the wrong decision, it's the right decision. Like, there's a million paths that you can go down and go down any of them that you want to. If you're, like, self-sabotaging and you can't stop, keep doing it because one day you will stop. You will stop. But um, I love you so much. Thank you so much for streaming A Big Well. Thanks for hanging out with me. And yeah, I'll see you next time. Bye.